0: ceo don't forget to add the two-on-one podcast in the how did you hear about podgo section of your application now get ready for the rest of the episode guys we're back <laughs> yeah we are yeah, wait, a wait a minute wait is not wednesday or this sunday
1: is not, uh, it's not noon it's 10 p.m on mm-hmm. december
0: 10th spontaneous
2: podcast yeah, i, I just woke up from a nap
1: what is your sleep schedule hmm.
2: So it was actually pretty good like 11 o'clock and then I'd wake up at 7 or 7:30 or mm-hmm. but the thing is if I disrupt it and I sleep past like 12:30 I have to take after work I got to take a nap at 5
1: That's weird dude Yeah That's weird you're not going to go to bed tonight Probably not Hopefully the podcast can tuck you out of bed you can have a nice mm. Nice kip afterwards. We
2: still have Halo Reach. I still I can still play the story to make me sleep.
1: Oh yeah, because we can't play multiplayer cross platform. Anyway, mm-hmm. guys, um, it was it was very important we do this episode today. I reached out to you guys maybe an hour ago and said, yeah, let's we'll record now because so much stuff is is coming out. Nothing is actually confirmed. Nature of the beast, but it's all important uh, stuff is coming out by the day. About the NHL return to play next season, so we thought we would talk about it today. But Adam, be,
0: Adam, guy. I'm sorry, I gotta go go take a leak. I will be right back. Can you just pause it for a second? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. And we're
0: back. I, we're back. We are.
1: Alex, it's like when you when you're taking your, your your family goes on a road trip and your parents are like, all right, go to the washroom now. Cause we're not stopping.
0: Oh, sorry. The body uh had to go to the washroom. I don't know. You were
1: sitting here for like 15 minutes
0: having a chat. Hey, what can I say? Like sometimes things just happen. It's like when the teacher says you're not allowed to go. To the- okay, you can go to the washroom now, but you're not allowed to go to the washroom later. Wait. Well, like I got to go to the washroom. Like I'm sorry, my hey. body didn't give me like 30 minutes of warning when it had to go to the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What?
1: Um, this yeah, the truth? so we talked about. Stuff, hockey, coming back. Naturally, we're not going to talk about that yet. Instead, um, I don't know why this is news now, because everyone was kind of talking about this when free agency started. Vegas are still looking to move, guys, because guess what? Their cap situation still sucks. Um, some of the names, and this is from David Pegna that are on the move here, are trying to be moved. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, makes sense. Um, Alex Martinez, who they just got. Earlier this year it was like two seconds right Yeah, Jonathan Marcheseau And Max Pacioretty Once again I'll say thank you for For Nick Suzuki yeah. he really needs And running. Thomas Tatar And Norlander from the pick <laughs> uh, Anyway um, and What's really weird about this is it, It'll then open up Vegas to try and get A guy like Hoffman or Frank Cervelli was talking about Eric Howla uh, that makes sense. The centerman who had his best year in Vegas when they were mm-hmm. there in the Isle of Misfits, but Jesus, Alex, it's, it adds more, um, more to Brian Burke's point of, they are the three year sort of um, like the worldly the sort of junior hockey window here. If you're there, if you're in Vegas for one to three years, like that's, that's impressive.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess this story doesn't necessarily come as a surprise, Uh, neither do the name. The only name that really comes to surprise is Alec Martinez. I really think it, it solidifies their top four. I think, you know, you lost, um, Nate Schmidt, you brought in Alex Petrangelo. I think you've improved there, but I don't necessarily think they have the surrounding pieces where if you trade Alec Martinez, you really are left with a, a good top three, like your first pair in Theodore and Petrangelo are really good, but then you have Braden McNabb, Carl Dahlstrom, um, Nick, Hey, I believe Nick Hague as well. Like, I feel like, yeah, they're good, but are they at that point yet? Not necessarily. Uh, but P- Pacioretty and Flurry, those were names coming out uh, for how long? Like it's been a while.
1: Mm-hmm. That trade is so good. Um, yeah, it, it leaves that sort of hole in defense where your next right-handed guy after Petrangelo is Zach White, Kyle Daniel. What's going on? Like, Are these the moves? Is that the move? Like, I, I don't think Martinez... Say what you want about his numbers and the sort of his advancings and maybe looking at him in the, in the decline like many players on that lane were. But Pacioretty? Before martinez
2: yeah it's kind of a weird thing to me where what we saw with vegas after they made that cup run is what's weird for an expansion team is the, the amount of money they spent the next few years where they kind of just really say we're going all in for some reason they're like which is fine you know they're, they're already a competitive team but they're saying oh you know let's let's go all in and let, let's let's see where these contracts kind of go and now when they're in this bind i kind of feel that what Alex said, like, I don't think you, you continue to cut away at that defensive core that, you know, Nate Schmidt already for that. Like, even though if you get Alex Petrano, you know, that's a bit of a loss there on your depth. And I think that when you see that forward group, they have, like, I, I agree. Mike Petrano has underperformed. He hasn't been as advertised coming to Vegas. I think he's one of your main priorities or even Jonathan March or so, where we already saw where, remember when he reacted badly to those trade rumors? On Twitter, I think that, you know, that's at a point now where you, you you move a guy like that if you get the right price. And I think they have the depth to replace that, but I really feel like just don't touch the defense at this point.
1: What's weird is you say that Pacioretty led them in goals this year.
2: He did, he was, but uh, that playoff performance.
1: Well, that's just part for the course for Max Patrick.
2: <laughs> what you get in the deal, yeah? yeah.
0: You know what I find... Interesting is the name who the names that they'd add if they traded these guys. I don't, okay, Eric Hall. I understand you need um, depth centermen, like right. We were talking when we actually looked at Vegas, it's William Carlson, Chandler Stevenson, Cody Glass, and I don't re- even remember who their fourth line center is. Maybe Thomas Nosick, but you're going to get rid of Max Paccioretti. Like, sorry, you're going to get rid of Alec Martinez and then you're going to bring in more offense?
1: Poor asset management, if you really look at them. With the yeah. picks they've given up, especially for Martinez, and you can kind of connect the Pacioretty deal with Tatar and the picks they gave up for Thomas um, Tatar.
0: Personally, I'm comfortable trading uh, um, trading Max Pacioretty if – you know, you can bring in Hoffman and or Hala on cheap deals. Like I I really think the fact that, you know, we're potentially starting soon plus that we know with the economics, this there it's 81 and a half for years to come. Like this isn't changing unless it's artificially, which is a separate story, but those guys are going to take deals that they are not going to like.
1: You know like, what else I, I think? Of, sorry, go
0: ahead. No, that's it. That's just what the reality is.
1: I hate one second delays so much. Yeah, they're hurting me.
0: Still yeah. haven't figured out how to do it over Zoom. Yeah,
2: I think it's it's already <laughs> part of the. Uh, it's a pretty that or not part. It's really that time of the year or this weird COVID year where you're going into the season now where these guys remain unsigned and what I kind of think of. Are those guys, even not in the NHL, but even, it happens a lot in the MLB as well, where these guys kind of hold out on the term or the certain cap that they feel that they are afforded, and then they end up taking discounts. So <laughs> with the NHL one, I think of Cody Franzen, where remember when Nashville got him back from Toronto, and then everyone kind of expected like, oh, he's going to get that four or five-year deal.
1: And look at him now. He's a reclamation project. For, uh, for certain gmos at
0: the same- uh, um just to speak on daniel's point I, I i looked at today another Nba star got paid and it just like paul george just signed a four-year extension and i think it was like 175 million and i understand the economic like it just shows how different the economics are in basketball than they are in hockey and and i don't know if we put if I believe we put it in the document, but we'll get to like, it's just, it's just, it's just a nightmare in this league.
1: Yeah. Um, and speaking
2: of playoff performances of guys that oh.
1: get paid despite. All <laughs> uh. charts, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. the LA Clippers. Uh, if they, by the way, even if Vegas, Camry and Hoffman and how, I just, I still don't know if let's just, let's just say they they, they you know throw a patch ready to the curb and they can only bring in Howa. As you know, even if they brought in Hoffman too, I don't know if I like their chances. If you give away a thirty goal guy, and you are in a division where you're going to play about nine games against Colorado, mm-hmm. who have done nothing but shore up that team, both you know with Brandon Saad and Devin yeah. Tatum. I,
0: I think the good thing. um if they bring in Hoffman and let Patchetti go, is that you've lost a thirty goal score, but you've also brought in a thirty goal score in Mike Hoffman. Now he doesn't have the same game as Max Patchetti, but you've just re- you've replaced the goals, but you've lost everything else. By all understanding,
1: mm-hmm. I just Vegas are a weird team. They are they are such a weird team. We've said so, it your-
0: before. Sorry,
2: where <laughs> it's the center depth as well where. As of right now, Cody Goss is still a mystery box.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what? You remember when they first dealt Suzuki? He was like, it's all right. We still have Glass and Brandstrom. Now they only have Glass. We don't know what he is yet. Um, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. You are a fun team. You're an interesting team. Um, and how in three years you're already maxed up against the cap And your salary dumping 30 goal players. I That's not study. even...
0: That's not even the weirdest team who's up against the cap.
1: Who's the weirdest one?
0: Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: is, that is very true. <laughs> um,
0: how long have they been poo-poo and how many years are they up against the cap? It's like they keep accumulating
2: these contracts where I I remember they have them, but it just... It's it's weird that they have them like Alex Galagoski for as long as he's been there for or... You know Derek Stepan. Where I know he had some good years before the injuries, but it's just weird that he's been paid like this for so long. There,
1: they wanted him forever. Is Hosa still? Hosa is still there for one more season, guys. It's all right, Marion Hosa. Though we shall move on here. Um, this is something I just want to get out of the way now. Um, John Shannon tweeted out earlier today that um, apparently the NHL are planning on purchasing COVID vaccines for all constitutes involved in the potential upcoming season. Sorry, constituents. I know English. <laughs> involved in the potential upcoming season. Um, and I think, Alex, you said that it looks like the NBA are looking to do the same thing, and it's the same sort of situation to do with yeah. the testing in that. This is this is so dirty. And it's, you know what? I just... Mm. Or, let's not spend too much time because we have we have debated stuff like this in the show in the past and it's just like you know what i just hope that the first people to really get these vaccines are frontline workers
0: i believe on next tuesday
1: pharmaceuticals is like the most sketchiest business ever the amount of stuff i've watched on on like that industry is just it's so sideways
0: yeah um I mean, there's nothing really for me to necessarily say. I don't, yeah, you're right. Like there's nothing to debate. Like it's a real dick thing, I guess. Um, but again, you can go back and like, here's the thing. I think we're going to be, ha- we're having the same conversation that we did about testing. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. Real dickish thing. I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> It's an awful thing. Like, I'm not – listen, I'm not downplaying that. It's it's very unfortunate that this is what the reality is going to be.
2: It's a bit of a weird rollout to me, to be honest, because, like, just seeing the information or even seeing your tweets, guys, on your reaction on this, just – I'm still processing everything. Where it's just time. like, this yeah. is not a good time to, like, to announce that – I mean, like, in, I guess, the long term of things, like, yeah, it's going to be good that, you know, we're making sure – you know, these players who are still people are safe,
0: but it's just, you know, read the room a bit. I'm s- sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm so curious how this snuck under the rug when it comes to the NBA. Yeah. I don't listen here. And and maybe this is just a hockey thing because it feels like I keep saying this and the same thing happened uh, math. So in, I don't remember what month it was, but Matthews got got uh, that guy from the Toronto sun leaked That uh, Austin Matthews Though him He who shall not be named Leaked that Austin Matthews Tested positive For COVID Who?
1: Gordon Voldemort?
0: Yeah um, <gasps> can't say that. Um, we have to bleep that out on this episode, <laughs> right? He he leaked it, but it had been happening in other sports. But it was just a complete outcry in hockey. I thought that was interesting. And again, it's happened, the same thing's happening here. I'm just, it's just a curious fact that I wanted to point out there.
1: Like Kevin Durant got it and was like, yeah,
0: yeah. Like it came out, someone leaked it. Then it ended up getting confirmed like a few days later. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe by the way, nicer.
1: people are, are saying like, I don't know what people are complaining. If we don't want, like this has to happen for sports. I, there was a tweet. It's a very sure. powerful one. I, if, if you, I can't remember where exactly I saw it. I've liked it though. So check out all three of our Twitters, especially mine, go to my likes and see where it is. Um, by the way, we're only really laughing cause we like, we don't know how to do it. Like we understand that sports does not matter. Like, like forget, like, like, I've gotten very angry on the show about how I didn't even want return to play to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was proven wrong of how well a job the NHL did. And, but there was this tweet of she was, this this girl is, is clearly like working in a hospital or something. And like she talks about, she quotes tweets somebody in the States like going about like, oh, do you know what? We're, we're here celebrating with people. We're hugging each other. They're not wearing masks. And like they're being like, yeah, freedom.
0: And yeah. this girl
1: goes back and she talks about like, you know, I was holding the hand of somebody who was passing away. They don't get to see their family in that. And it's just, you just kind of think about stuff like that where it's like, yeah, I like sports, but I care more about human life than I do about uh, seeing Tyler Toffoli and what he could do with Nick Suzuki, you know? Um, and we're all like that. It's just, it's always tough. It's just, uh, this year and going into 2021 just feels like, What's going to happen to Logan Paul when he fights Floyd Mayweather? It's just going to be hit after hit after hit. Yeah.
2: After hit after hit. I, after hit. <laughs> I remember reading about this where, and you know, it's something that we have to kind of factor in that it's just the reality of things of blending in what we consider these real life issues compared to like what we kind of sometimes become so insular with. And that's what sports and I think one thing that someone mentioned was, I believe it was a Sports Illustrated article. Like, uh, I I will refer back to the author when I could find it again. Where it's a kind of thing that sometimes what sports fans kind of forget is not only do we get too used to just looking at the stats or looking at the games that we watch, but like he made the comparison of like you know we play NHL twenty one for example, right? You know, like we'll get used to just moving these guys here and there, and we're like, oh, why are they having these poor streaks or having all these things, and we just kind of forget like those real life things that kind of like matter here and there around it, or how it's how it's more of like a wake up call this year where you just can't separate everything like that anymore. Where it's just like, yeah, we want the distraction, but we can't, we want the distraction or the love of sports, but we, we, we can't just go back to retreating to say that that's the only thing, like that's the only reality we see now
0: in the grand scheme of things and I feel maybe I'm just reiterating what you guys are saying, but mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, sports, not very important.
1: As as important it, as this rubber duck.
0: If 2020 taught us anything, That's I better. think it did te- teach us that. Like yeah. for the people who didn't know. And I think, I, I mean, yeah, like if you asked me five years ago, it's a different answer than what, what I'd give now.
1: We're getting. We're all turning into graybeards now. University. It's called life. I know. Deal with it. Life. <laughs> um. Though so, you know, we get reminded. Like, it's it's it's. You, you guys make very very good point. It's like remember in the trade deadline last year when Zuccarello got dealt away from the Rangers, mm-hmm. Lundqvist was like in tears. Mm-hmm. Or that Granlin got dealt when his kid was like born. Like he or his kid had just been born and he had found out he got dealt. Wild stuff. And it's just. Another like reality of these are people. Like, think about you and I having a bad day. Those guys have it too, even if they are millionaires.
0: Mm -hmm. What? No way. They have bad days. I'm just making. I'm just
1: joking. Yeah. Oh no, I forgot to get fuel for the boat today. I'm kidding. But you know. (laughs) Um, Right, guys. Um. So we do have some some information about You know what the, the saying? Everything has to get worse before it gets better. And oh boy, did it really feel yeah. like the season was just completely in the toilet? Still might be. Everything we're about to talk about is oh. subject to change, as the NHL naturally is. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, of course, is the 10th of December. It's nearly Christmas, guys. Oh my God. Ooh, Kwanzaa. Um, Hanukkah. Hanukkahs. Hanukkah's today, yeah. Hanukkah Hanukkahs started today,
2: a- today yeah. Nightfall. Yeah. Right
1: Why do I keep getting things on my Mac about tomorrow is the anniversary of the state of Winchester, but I got nothing about Hanukkah.
2: What's the state of Winchester?
1: I don't it's something that keeps coming up on my calendar. Former
2: enforcer Brad Winchester.
1: Uh, No. Um, But here's some of the stuff we have right now about the season. It now looks like January 13th is where the league are aiming to start the season. Um, Training camp will be around January 3rd for most teams. Uh, a few days earlier, for the sign out there like those sucky seven teams that didn't make the playoffs. Um, we talked. About- Where are those teams? Uh, Buffalo and um, California. <laughs> California. California. California.
0: <laughs> New call- Jersey. You
1: know, the aquatic fish team. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looks like we're getting fifty-six <sighs> games. And here's the issue.
0: Did so sorry. Did someone guess fifty six games? Like I know, I know it wasn't me. I guess fifty four. I
1: every episode we, I think we're guessing numbers, and we like, I
0: said sixty five or fifty four. I thought Daniel said fifty six, which I'm like, damn, like I
1: just take the credit.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, take it. Yeah. Daniel um, said fifty six. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, we kind of talked about this stuff. This is all around the lines of the stuff we talked about a few episodes ago, so we were not worry about that. Um. What is really concerning though is coming to Canada especially, you need to have the 14-day qualify. I mean, quarantine, quarantine. thing obviously, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm thinking of F1 last race this weekend. That's why I'm thinking of quality. Alex nearly the spit take there. Um, and it looks like and we're going to talk about all the rest of the details in a second, There's a lot going that the owners and the PA need to vote on this stuff. Right? And apparently... There was word that there might have been a vote on Wednesday. Nothing happened. Um, and then all the guys like Pierre Lebrun and that are now saying that the Board of Governors will have a vote on everything at the, by the end of next week and the players are voting next week. Now, if you look at the times of a two-week quarantine compared to today the 10th or if this is not even ratified, it gets awfully close to the very start of January. Yeah. And that would then eliminate the extra days that the sucky seven are going to
0: lose. Yeah, so n- next Friday is the 18th. Um, two weeks from that would be January 1st, and camps are supposed to open the third.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh, that is That is very tight. That, that is crunch, yeah. I'm trying to think of a Formula One reference. It's not coming to me at the moment. But like
1: Checo Paris putting Oak on into the wall tight.
0: There we go. What a reference. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's really tight. And I hate to be the pessimist. Do you I hate to be? Yes, I do. I do. I, I have a feeling there's going to be owners. And I know, I think we talked about it at the time. There was like five to six owners. Who were or it was a very small amount, it was a very small number of owners. I think, Adam, you had actually thrown that into the group chat at some point. I don't I just feel like this that number is gonna grow the more they think about it. Because it's just they're not being put in a very good situation. So, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, it's what?
2: like they, they feel like the trade-off's just not gonna be there, like we've talked about financially or in terms of kind of rolling this out and it's yeah again too said it before wealth disparity between leagues
1: well so for everything to be approved for the season it needs to be this is from like elliot friedman on whatever whatever sports that are kind of ripping off of tsn's like 7-eleven what's now in hockey right um because they can't do headlines because i guess they don't have ron mclean so they can't do it with david amber i don't know um Twenty-one of the thirty-one owners need to approve. Sorry, Seattle, you don't count yet. Um, apparently, normally owners have always just been they listen to Gary. I don't know if the whole stuff with the understanding thing is going to change all that because apparently the most owners have ever gone against Gary was apparently the vote on realignment of for division stuff, and that was around four owners, uh, and that was when you weren't like running the risk of every team losing fifteen to like forty plus million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. And, and they also added this is very important that people were thinking that it was outside of Canada. And it was either CJ or Freeman kind of alluded to it might actually, some of the owners involved in this, there might be one of those Canadian ones in there.
0: Oh, um, I, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Like the two names that come to me Winnipeg consistently lose money. Um, and Ottawa.
1: I would think Ottawa cuz isn't like Winnipeg's owner like super rich?
0: Yeah, and I clearly they don't mind burning money every year to keep the team in that city. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the city. No offense to the city of Winnipeg. No. I've never been there, but I hear like their fans are fantastic. It's just the re- the reality. We're um, adding that to
2: the road trip, by the way, guys. Winnipeg is one of the options. Remember, when we were saying we we're gonna go to Montreal before the yeah, road I trip. I was, yeah.
1: Doing it. I already it to the draft. Stop it.
0: Yeah. I know you were gonna bring us. I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, uh, it, it's gonna be interesting to see because my understanding it was just de- it, they just deferred money, right? So they're eventually mm-hmm. this is eventually gonna gonna have to be paid back.
1: I don't know how that fixes
0: the situation. There
1: are no economic changes. Like, there's none, apparently. Or This is weird. They say there are none, but then there's talk about, apparently, the players won't budge on the escrow, but they will choose to defer more money, which, as we talked about, they're not going to get.
0: (laughs) Well, no, no. They're... They're technically supposed to get it, but they'll finagle their way when they're billions of dollars owed to them. I love that word, finagled. <laughs> I like that word too.
1: I, by the way, notice I've moved my camera around where, see, my hand is. That's yeah. my fridge. I can mm-hmm. move in, grab a juice box.
0: Wonderful.
2: And I swear you had a hat.
1: You the hat's did. over
2: here. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to see the hat, please check out the YouTube channel. Mint. See, Mint.
1: The hat's hat.
2: Oh. It's from the Canadian mint.
1: Wood- no, it's not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was Woodbridge, oh Woodbridge, Victor Mete teaching a rookie Finnish Yasmerikov yes, Kinemi slang, and it turned oh. into perhaps making a bunch of money. Oh. Because that Rick's is
0: Woodbridge. Name. You're right. That is Woodbridge slang. I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Victor Mete is like the most Woodbridge guy you ever met.
0: Oh. I didn't know the next
2: time I go to that area purchase some bread. I'll just say it's some pretty purchase mint some bread. bread. It's some pretty mint bread. <laughs> 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 the
1: name of the episode. Mint. podcast after dark. A, um, min-
0: uh, a mint piece of bread. Or a mint loaf of bread.
2: <laughs> the the last thing I bought there. I'm like, What else did I buy at Woodbridge? I mean, Some salami. Yeah. yeah, That was the first Wood- best bet I knew of. What? Bridge, the Woodbridge Best Buy on a uh, Highway Seven? <gasps> that was <gasps> Highway the first...
0: Seven and what West? Yeah, West is. In... Is it in the same plaza with a uh, sport check and a Michaels? Yes, yeah. I used to live like
2: three minutes from there. That used to be like the boxing day ritual. Oh, yeah. What a Best Buy. I yeah. bought a PS I bought every PlayStation there actually I've had
0: I've had Uh-oh. not the five? Except the PS4. Oh, oh my god. Not the five am... yet. I have been on multiple queue lines. I'm helping my friend because I'm going to wait a little bit to purchase this thing. Um, but, man, it is an absolute nightmare.
1: You know yeah. Who Mike? Lewis Hamilton.
0: Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. Mike. I don't know why.
1: No, I was, I was watching a, a thing. <laughs> oh. A thing. And he throws a ball and you can see like the box of a PS5 oh
0: like, lucky guy
1: first the guy's gonna get knighted apparently so yes. of course he's gonna have a PS5
0: I think so I hand think hand. He's, he's fine
2: yeah maybe it's just an ad thing he doesn't actually it's just a box it's not actually anything it's, it's like remember Kyle pours his water into Tim Horton's cup yes yes
0: <laughs> I wonder why
2: right
1: um, okay let's
0: continue all right
1: <laughs> Word on how the divisions are going to line up. We obviously know there's going to be the all-Canadian one.
0: That's the only one that matters.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to read you the division that Tampa Bay is in. In there, they have Nashville. Oh. Minnesota. Easy. Florida. Oh. Detroit. Columbus. Chicago. And Carolina, who don't have any goaltendings. Like, they're the biggest threat, but the Stanley Cup champions are going up against Detroit and Minnesota next year.
0: So that's like 18 wins. That, Minimum. Like, just out of, for those, right? Because they're going to be, I think they're playing, what was it, nine each team or something? something ridiculous? Something ridiculous. Like,
1: they're not going to lose. I don't know, man.
2: Columbus. Oh, but it's not the playoffs, right? So no, it's not the playoffs. They're not going to have that edge. Exactly.
1: I mean. <laughs> Seth Jones and Seth Jones is going to have flashbacks. No, I can't play sixty minutes again, towards, Please, um, the I don't even know what you can call these. The sort of messy, the good division, even though the, the first three teams in the name aren't that great. Mm. Anaheim, Arizona, Oof. San Jose, maybe Eric Carlson. Hello, L.A., Dallas, St. Louis, Vegas, and Colorado.
0: Same be a good one.
1: Oh.
0: You know they put St. Louis and Vegas in the same division for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's not for uh, it's not air travel.
1: Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited.
0: That's gonna be a good division. That's- Will Billy Huso be able to hold up?
1: No, no, he's no,
0: no. So <laughs> Billy Huseo is gonna play all the uh, Anaheim games. He's gonna play all the uh, L.A. games.
2: Do you think there's any chance he actually ends up like being like the starter
0: for the playoffs? I mean, I don't know what Jordan Bennington are we getting.
1: <laughs> um the one that Nathan McKinnon is gonna pick apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be disgusting. Uh, you in points, Kucherov and point and Stamkos are gonna put up this year. They're gonna go hundred points in the shortened season. By the way, wait, where am I? I
0: Revitalize Steven Stamkos, calling it. Yeah, I
1: mean, it. you can't only can't be you know you can't only play sixty in an eighty-two game season if there's only fifty-six games. Load management,
2: Steven Stamkos he
1: plays thirteen games. No, <laughs> <laughs> so gets hurt. Um, the other division is Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Flyers, the Penguins, and the Capitals. So basically, the Metro. Plus Boston and Buffalo, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Northeast United States.
1: Yeah, that's
0: a weird one. <laughs> Things are we potential to
2: like see certain teams? I think break out where it could be an interesting one. Yeah, not saying you know because Mike's not on the show, but um, New Jersey. You never know. You know they have oh. nothing
0: to lose. They have nothing to lose, but they have to fit. The thing with the division. That division is, is the top there's a lot of, there's good teams in there, right? Uh there's the Flyers, there's the Penguins, mm-hmm. or whatever Penguins, I, I don't know. We the don't Capitals. Know
1: penguins,
0: yeah. And then you got team and, and the Islanders, yes, yes, of course. The Islanders.
1: I think this is Washington's division to lose. Honestly, does Matt Barzell. So? Wa-
2: but does that does Matt Barzell hold out?
1: It's no, like,
0: not allowed. I think apparently. it's simple
1: as this. Boston haven't improved yet.
0: Yeah. No. Um, I forgot about Boston.
1: I, Buffalo is still, like, okay, Taylor Hall, but Alex Ovechkin is still Alex, Alex
0: Ovechkin. Alex mm-hmm. cool. I, like, I feel so bad for that guy.
1: Yeah, He's been screwed of another 50-goal year.
0: Yeah. Again, how many... Unless He's he... missed two two seasons combined, right? A full his rookie year he missed because his uh, would have been his rookie year, he missed because there was the lockout. Mm-hmm. Then half a season in 2012-13, and now another half kind of half season. Like uh, yeah. would have he would have been that much closer to Gretzky. They just gotta tell him to not pass.
1: I mean, he doesn't anymore. Let's pass his job. Yeah, um, But, like, New Jersey aren't going to be a threat. No. I mean, like, Jack Hughes could surprise, but I still don't think there's enough – with respect, I don't think there's enough talent to compete with the others. The Islanders are the Islanders. I mean, mm, like they could – The system
2: way. is going to get, get them through. They'll
0: bore their way to the playoffs.
2: Corey Schneider reignites his career. Mm-hmm. I'm the predicting Rangers, that now.
0: You,
1: is that official yet, though? No,
0: not yet. They yeah. still have to sign. It's
2: all speculation.
1: Yeah. Like the Rangers are still like their defense is disgusting as, in yeah. disgusting as in I want to puke looking at it, not in disgusting in a good way.
0: But I still think if there's a team to watch in that division, I think it's the New York Rangers because number one, Alexi Lafreniere, the rest, like I think Kapokako is going to have a better sophomore year than he did rookie and they still have Igor Shosturkin.
2: Mm-hmm. And Vitaly Kratsiev
0: might and might make the team. I think they, they got some interesting pieces. Yeah. It's unfortunate that their left defense consists of Brendan Smith and Jack Johnson, but
1: unfortunately. And grid. vision, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do we always say? Never count out Sidney Crosby.
0: No, yeah, exactly. Even if
1: Cody CC is there, yeah, you still yeah. have, Tristan but you to know,
0: who? Out. yeah, you know, who we can count out though, uh, who Buffalo because they're not making the
1: playoffs. I don't
0: know.
2: <laughs> we were so hopeful yeah, for them no. though, on paper, remember? Uh, yeah, then
0: they got put in that.
1: Don't Unfortunately, gonna, this episode, Mike was on. We we gave Buffalo a certain type of talking to <laughs>
0: just that happen.
2: goaltending, man. I I thought they were gonna improve that. No, they believe oh, in Carter I, Hudden. They believe I'm, in Carter I'm, Hudden.
1: Hutton had one good stretch with Saint Louis. I made like one save of the decade, and then it was like, all right.
2: Mm-hmm. Him- well, they have Lucan in, in like the.
1: That's I don't true. know. But that's a apparently true. he's the yeah.
2: next Robert
0: Leonard.
1: Yeah. Okay. I've been hearing yeah. that. For to a while. leave and be good. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's highly. And then the Canadian division obviously <laughs> Vancouver. Cavaliers, like, uh, I
0: Buffalo. forgot he was on Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Adam. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Who do you think is the who's going to finish last in the Canadian division? Ottawa. Ottawa?
0: I'm not. I don't yeah. think it's a question. Yeah. In my opinion, sorry. Who wins it? I mean, the thing with one to six. Is it feels like an absolute toss up because I guess it all depends on what they look like when they get on the ice. I mean, I'll be biased, I'll put the Leafs number one, um, because I can. Um, and, and I do think Edmonton and Montreal kind of could potentially finish out the top three. Um, I think Winnipeg they're in a bit of shambles. Uh, they kind of figured out their decor, like we said a few episodes ago. They literally took a single step forward. Um, Vancouver, geez, like, yeah, I think Braden Holtby can be okay, but he's still not Jacob Markstrom. Um, You lose Chris Tanev, Troy Stetcher, and Tyler Toffoli, and who do you really replace them with?
1: Thanks for Toffoli, by the way. I'll take
0: it. Right. Like, I think in this division, if the what we put on paper for Montreal, they're a top three team. Am I missing a Canadian team? Uh Calgary. Calgary. Oh. Um again, they're another team. Like that's what I mean. It's such a um it's such a toss-up because it's like Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal, and Calgary could literally just interchange top four. And I really don't think I I don't know what to place them specifically.
2: I think for me, yeah, it comes down to the system of, you know, a lot of these teams went through quite a few changes where let's see who clicks first, where let's see how everything kind of get integrated because like, you know, it is a bit of a fast thing. Like a lot of these teams haven't practiced. They haven't really kind of seen where all these new moving pieces have been around. And I, I agree with Alex that it it is going to be a toss up where there's no clear favorite. And, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm thinking that like what we've said before. Like Josh Anderson has really kind of grown on me in Montreal because like, it just the fit is there.
1: He's been growing on people. Well, I, I I'm gonna pressure you, Daniel. I need a team. Who, who do you say is gonna win the division?
2: Uh, I don't know. Just I always try to be different, but I'm gonna have to say Toronto because like it's just, I guess the consistency is there. Like they made positive changes by adding the core. They didn't really kind of get anyone out of there.
1: I think if they keep lining, I think Winnipeg will be in there. Uh, just because the top six is still the top six there. Uh, if they trade them, though, I'm scared. And mm-hmm. like they might play Hellebuck into the ground, but that might get them in. It's not going to get them far in the playoffs, but it yeah. could get them in. Um, But winning it, I don't think the Oilers are going to do it. Because I just don't think they've done enough change to... If they couldn't beat Chicago, and... In Tyson-Berry is the move to minus Clefbaum. Uh, does that move a needle enough for you in this division when it feels like almost every other team except for Vancouver improved? Like mm-hmm. Ottawa took a bigger step forward than, than Ottawa. Sorry, Ottawa took a bigger step forward than the Oilers did. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I just said don't count out Crosby, and I am saying confidently about Edmonton. When they have McDavid in Tri's Island, right? Um, and if I'll, I'll be a homer, I'll say Montreal. But like, I, I, I think Montreal do have a solid chance just because like, obviously we'll see how the team gels. And I hope to God it gels well. I really do. But like, I've, I've come to really, really love this team again. There was a recent article about um, um, Joe Edmonton and how his father got yeah. cancer. And it was, he got to, you know, now he's going to see his son play for the team that you know, his dad cheered for. Um, so I'm really rooting for him. Same with Joss Anderson. Um, if you're a big guy who finishes a hit um, and you have some skill, like looks like Anderson does, Montreal don't have a lot of those players and they haven't for a while. Um, that's what, what, it was really weird. That's why people loved Kovalchuk when he was here. Cause he had some body to him, which is really weird because he's a dinosaur.
2: Which is, um, I have a funny story about that. Where that was actually the biggest, the biggest, uh, detac- detracting thing with him early in his career, really? where he was just kind of like a pure superstar scorer, and then he goes to a team like New Jersey, where at that point they play like a pseudo trap system, where they're still you know very defensively sound, and then Lula Morello criticizes them for not backchecking. So what you see in like the next two years is like a Kovalevich that actually starts playing a two way game.
1: Man, he's good. I I hope he can, I, I wish he could come back. But, hey, they got Roman out here anyway. Um, but, yeah, I'll say Montreal just because price and the improvements. I hope they do. Um, that or yeah, – I think Toronto definitely have a shot. I mean, they were probably the best Canadian team last year, and Brody's huge for that team, um, as we've talked about many a time before. Right. The,
0: the um, thing with Edmonton, you said not counting Crosby out, and now you're counting McDavid out. Is Crosby's not surrounded by Josh Archibald. Oh, wait, that was coming. Connor McDavid is <laughs>
2: like it's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's right. no Jake Gensel on that team.
1: I forgot I about mean, him being on Pittsburgh because he got hurt.
2: Yeah, or Brian Russ Like they don't have those guys around their like centers.
1: Well, I
0: think Ryan Nugent-Hopkins maybe is a uh, Jake Gensel kind of mm-hmm. compared Yeah, I don't know. In a way, I, I'm in a way. Yeah. I'm pulling at straws here. I don't know how to do this. They don't have a Jared McCann <laughs>
1: All right, and we'll just – Jared McCain was a Canucks draft pick, was he not?
2: Yeah, he actually he made the opening Florida. roster. Oh, no, he was a uh... – I thought he
0: was a Florida draft pick traded in the Good Branson deal.
1: I thought he went to Florida for Goodbranson. Oh, no,
0: he was the first round pick that the Ducks
2: traded in the Ryan Kessler deal, and then he was on Vancouver for a bit, and then they traded him to Florida for Eric
0: Goodbranson. Uh, okay.
2: For some reason.
1: Now, Goodbranson's a scent now, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Yeah hometown boy
1: um we also know that there will be no trade restrictions between the canadian and american teams god i hate to be the first gm to trade someone to the states it's gonna (sighs) really hate to be that guy imagine doing that if you're like a long-term player like you're on a big like think about this i was talking to my mom about this right patch already i think he had just bought a new house in montreal not like the year everything fell apart, but like the year before he had two young kids. And then everything happens. And then he signs this nice long deal in Vegas with these great suburbs with his family. Now he's on his move again in the pandemic.
0: Um yeah. Uh sorry. Uh Pierre Lebrun just tweeted something about what we were just talking about. Um say? so Sources confirm the NHL is looking to make a few tweaks to those divisions again. As uh, I believe Michael Russo reported, Minnesota could swap again. Also, here Dallas is a possibility. Um, could be a few other tweaks. Clearly, some governors on Wednesday's calls who weren't pleased with the temporary divisions as presented. So, stay tuned. I mean, my oh, one no,
1: and Dallas and Tampa Bay in The same division instead, and then you just feed Minnesota to Columbus, I mean to uh, Colorado. Sure, I, I'll watch that slaughter any day. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I hope, so I I hope Arizona complained and they were like, No, nah, shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think they already complained about being put in the uh, central yeah. or Pacific, yeah. wherever they're in, not into in the now. central, yeah, into the central, yeah
1: because obviously what you mean is Seattle coming Yes,
0: in? sorry. Yes, I should have explained that. I no, apologize. No, 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 no. It's, it's 11
1: 11 p.m. It's,
0: it's 11 p.m. PM. So. This is random times. Not used
1: to like this. It. That's it. Um anyway, um we know that uh, it looks like there might be a sort of hybrid hub to start the year um because some teams don't have access to the facilities. The Canadians can't do anything right now. Quebec is is still some issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big problem. Also, um, expanded rosters. I could be off with this because a lot of people are saying stuff, but it looks like it's going to be between like 23 to 26 players with four taxi squad fellows. So basically, the, just extra fellows. Um, and the taxi lads could earn an AHL salary, but they would get NHL benefits. You'll have to see it better than nothing. Um, what's really interesting, the guys on STP talked about this. so I thought this was fascinating and it terrified me because you have to have that roster and minus the taxi squad guys that you may have to still be under the cap with those amount of players.
0: Oh my god. That, How does that no work? Way. I, mean, it,
1: I hope to god they go that that ends up not being the case.
0: It going that, that gonna work. Okay, so if that's the case, expect mayhem.
1: If you're yeah. going to do like the those taxi squad guys get ahl thingy. If I have like my roster past like 18 or 21, I want those other guys to have fine. If you're going to give them the ahl, sorry for like the extra fellas, then like if you're going to screw me with this kind of cap hit, then I want those guys having like a 70k cap hit if you're going to make you do that at all. Because I don't know how their teams are going to do that.
0: All, there's already so many teams close to the cap now, you're adding. Two to four extra guys. How on earth are you going to do this?
1: 750, 770K each.
0: We thought Tampa was in a bad situation now.
1: I hate Sergeyev's deal so much. (laughs) I hate it so much. So dumb. They should follow our Sorelli. I mean, um, our Anthony Sorelli deal. What do we lock him up to in our GMO? Like five years or something? Yeah, he, did he didn't did
0: want the eight. Basket. Five years, four and a half, I think. That was how It was ridiculous. It was.
1: Anyway, if you're tr- if you're figuring out what are these fellas talking about, well, um, we don't know when hockey's coming back, and we kind of hate doing only one episode a week, so we're thinking of doing some alternative stuff. Credit to Alex, full thinking here, coming up with this idea. What if, fellas? Imagine this, listeners, a two-on-one podcast, NHL 21 GM on Twitch and then put on YouTube. We make the 30-second expansion team. We draft it. We go through and we try and win a Stanley Cup. What if we were a squad? We not only are we trying to win now with, with young players and vet players, but also we bring in reclamation projects. We bring in Carl Alsner. We bring in Justin Bogey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe really we did that. More details to come, probably looking around Wednesday, like 6, 6.30, right? Around
0: yeah. There. yeah, I'm around um, there.
1: Keep your eye out. Details to come. Come check it out. It'll be fun. Um, it
0: will be fun.
1: Yeah. If, if we kind of think that Alex is GM, Daniel is head of player development, and I'm going to be head coach. Um, it's going to be fun. Alex is going to bring in the defense, and I'm going to tell him, well, it's not perfect, but it's all we got. It's fine. Kind of like my bad cock when the Leafs
2: got muzzled. But you know how we're going to operate? As a team. None of us are going to get fired because we're going to be like the London Knights. Because uh, we're all going to be the Hunter brothers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what did I say about attacking Mark Hunter? <laughs> I didn't you're say it. I said a good asking, thing. <laughs> I heard the sarcasm. You're asking. You're playing a dangerous game. I've tried it before.
1: We also know. According to Corey Priman of the Athletic, really great site. Uh, the AHL are aiming for a 44-game season within their divisions, which we talked about last week. Some Canadian teams are keeping their teams within Laval, Toronto, obviously. Uh, February 5th to around May 30th. Shout out to whichever ever one of you two put this in. Shout out to you. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, we, we kind of speculated a bit about this on the show. That maybe you could actually more line up the AHL, the CHL, and sort of the NHL at the same time. Like, I know obviously, like, the QMJHL is now on a pause. Probably should have done that a while ago, but they've decided to do it now. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would line up everything at the same time. And it, it could still happen with the NHL. They could still be pushed back. You hope not, but still a possibility.
0: Yeah, I mean it is. um, It's going to be a little bit weird that they're not all together, but I do think there's going to be. Obviously, there's still half the more than half the season is going to be kind of lined up in a way. I think what I'm more interested in seeing is how they do the um, call up and recall. I, I know it within they're going to do the Canadian team stay in Canada and the same thing that the US is doing. I'm more interested in to see how more like how comfortable they're going to be with moving players back and forth because especially in the US like it's not like Vegas's uh team uh, well I think theirs is actually close by. Not every team has a um has an AHL affiliate close to them right so they're Mm -hmm. traveling cross state and my understanding is there's actually some states that have different requirements for when you leave when you leave the county or whatever and you travel more than 100 miles when you come back you have to quarantine so i'm curious how that's going to happen as well
1: Mm -hmm. daniel
2: it's going to be an interesting thing where i for one thing i'm pretty happy that the ahl is going to keep going that they're going to have a season you know we had a lot of doubts about that and what I kind of feel now is it's back to the same problem we had again where you know these guys are gonna think about how we're gonna be safe throughout the borders, what are things gonna happen when these things have to move around or you know, players get sent down or we don't know how we're gonna factor in the taxi squads. It's just all of these things going on right now where I really do think about the you know, you the Utica comets and the Vancouver Canucks where
1: Oh my idea, damn it, Daniel.
2: <laughs> like they're just yeah they There's just like that one thing i kind of think about where how is that gonna work now or how are you gonna kind of make sure that you know once a player gets sent to you how how are you gonna make sure that you know a that player is safe and then second like everyone gets what well, everyone gets retested again once that player like comes in and you
1: know players are gonna get hurt obviously Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be more than normal because it is a condensed season. So even with expanded rosters, to add to both your points here, you're going to need those extra guys. Yeah. Uh, it's, man, the shenanigans of LTI, LTIR and just any sort of injury reserve is going to be fascinating this year. I, I
0: don't know about you guys. Sorry, did you have something to say? No. I not cut you off. Um, no. I don't know about you guys, but something that's always – I always think about, and it, ne- it never makes sense to me, is why you don't have your AHL affiliate somewhat close to you. Like, especially if you own the team, like Laval. I mean, I don't know in distance and driving. How close is that to Montreal? It's
1: outside the city. It's right? Outside.
0: It's relatively close. The Marleys are relatively close.
1: You, um you- yeah like the what 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 used to be called rico and like union or like yeah. they're literally I like 10 minutes <laughs>
0: right so like they're called like i don't know why teams don't do that number 1 like okay put it next two towns over i mean i i think it's a great opportunity to attract more fans in the area um and it also makes it 10 times easier for recalling players cuz you don't have to worry about this and that and this and that mm. so, I don't know.
1: It's weird because it's not even – you don't have to do it over one year, like it from Utica to Vancouver. Like Montreal, in the span of three years, moved from Hamilton to St. John's and then to Laval. Like they did yeah. it gradually, gradually, right? You know, bringing it close to home. So, like, you can do it, guys. You know what? Like it's possible. Like the Chicago Wolves – like what's going on with it? It feels like they've been just tossed around like a frisbee at a dog park. That 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 team. It's like St. Louis, Chicago, <laughs> then oh now they're Vegas. Now Vegas have their own like how the hell did Vegas get an AHL team so close to them before anyone else? Yeah. They're stupid. The,
2: the shovel night team. I remember that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so weird. Daniel, though, there is some sad news we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Shane Wright got cut from team Canada. Oh,
2: I know. I was excited, like I don't know why. It just, I guess it's the novelty of it because I, apparently a lot of reports are like, you know, we kind of invite him as a experience type of thing where we want him to get used to the international experience of how a training camp goes. But, man, to see a 16-year-old make the team again, that would have been awesome. I
1: mean, sure. Like, Here's what's going to happen. Now he's cut. He'll be the 13th forward next year and then he'll be the first-line player of the year afterwards because to yeah. canada
0: that's how yeah, it goes. They're, they're so predictable. <laughs> hmm, I wonder doesn't... what they're gonna do this year.
1: Uh, Byfield will be first line, of course. Um, oh God, uh, who's he? who are their goalies, Daniel?
2: Okay, so um, actually, a big story for Mark Masters coming out today. Recently, actually, um, they just had one of their last intra-squad skirmishes, mm-hmm. and who's kind of looking like. Being the number one guy is a NCAA goalie. Actually, it's a Devin Levy, so he hasn't been drafted yet, but he looks like he's going to be the guy. He just got a shutout tonight, and
0: that name sounds very familiar.
2: He's yeah, he's he's been pretty good. He's been kind of rising up uh, along, I guess, the Canadian goaltending international recognition of names in a way like like we've talked about before where it really hasn't been those it's been kind of those down years where they're bringing a lot of these guys that you know they have excelled in the junior leagues they've excelled at like Ivan Halinka at all these other tournaments but for some reason they're just not getting the NHL recognition that we've seen like you know the Askarovs the Spencer Knights we just haven't seen that and not saying these are going to be these guys are going to be a bad pick or anything, but it's just, it's a bit of, I think it's like the word of the, it's been a bit toss-up of who's going to be the goalie, because last year the story was Nico Dawes, who was an overager and he didn't have any international experience, but he will, he Connor Hallebucked his way onto the real junior team.
1: Stop the puck, man. It's just that's it's that simple. Just stop the puck. I mean, the more, I mean, it's weird, like you think Savorkin. You think Shostarkin, you think Vasilevsky, and you ask her out, and you start realizing then. Canada is still relying on, if there was an international tournament today, it would be price, it would be heart, and then you're like, oh crap. Who's the third best Canadian goalie? And you're like, Holtby.
0: Binnington.
1: Or Binnington. And they're yeah. both question marks. Meanwhile, The states of all these up, you know, young up and commerce coming up. The Russians are just pumping them out. The Finns were—you never know what the Finns are going to push out. See what like ukapeka Lukinan looks like. Sweden will be fine because they've got their defense. Even if you know what they don't even have a coach right now because of COVID. Yeah. But I mean, the World Juniors—I didn't know people were calling for it to stop because of all these cases.
2: Yeah, um, I actually did an article on this recently. So the problem with it is, is that in Red Deer, uh, where the Canadian team is. So what they had, they had two positive cases. They went into a 14-day isolation. They canceled anything they had against the U sports team. So there was no all-star team this year, but they canceled against University of Alberta. And then, which is a weird thing because they have to finalize rosters by December 13th. But a lot, like other than the ones Canada made yesterday or this morning, um, a lot of these are COVID-related cuts on the team like mm-hmm. they're just considered undeemed like uh like deemed unfit to play and then those are the cuts you like for example um lucas reichel on the German team just got cut because he he tested positive for COVID like this guy was supposed to be like a star for them.
1: Is it the biggest loss if we lose Sweden? Because they're just gonna we all know how this goes. They're gonna go they're gonna win and they're not gonna lose in the round Robin. They're going to get to the medal round, mm-hmm. and they're going to lose. This happens every year with Sweden. Every year. Because Ex- they have, like, 54-0 in the round, Robin.
2: Yeah, I think what last time they won was when they got... It was when Mika Zabenejeb was the captain. I remember that. They got outshot, like, 40-13 to 13 against Russia, and they still beat them in the in the overtime.
1: Man, I love Sweden. I uh, not how they handled COVID, but I like Sweden. Uh-huh. So, that
2: that's, like, the big thing right now is... Alberta's cases are probably the worst in Canada right now, and then that's where the tournament is. I don't,
1: I don't. see they were good for a while, and I was I I looked at Toronto Montreal. I'm like, we gotta do better here. Now Alberta, I'm like Join Guys, the please.
0: club.
2: Yeah,
1: there it is, Daniel. Do better. There's my line.
2: I, I
0: <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> um, but lads, a good celebration here. LDT and Alfonso Davies.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's great.
1: Uh, the Lou Marsh Trophy.
0: You love it. Oh, man. I'll, I mean, I, I don't know much about football. I know, but I do know about this guy's story. Um, I don't remember his name. I know LDT. What's his name? I know you wrote it down. Laurent
1: right? Dev- see, this is embarrassing because I, I said LDT because I don't quite know how to pronounce oh, it. Right. I believe it's Laurent DeVernay-Terdif. I know I'm going to... B- You're see, our what-
0: resident French-speaking... Name person
1: tardif. Tardif. is he actually is he French like is he I, from he's
0: Quebec? from Quebec yeah he's oh, from it's, Quebec
1: it's probably yeah. Laurent Duvenet tardif
0: wow even with the McGill yeah that, that's a great story um obviously not uh, sitting out uh, the current NFL season after winning the Super Bowl and I believe helping in hospitals because I believe he's a doctor yeah. I don't know at what point he had time to do all this, but good for him um, in becoming he a doc. Like
1: long-term healthcare stuff as well, like long-term. I like mean, I-, I didn't know this guy, and I saw people complaining, and then I read that he was like, I read Super Bowl champion. Like, okay, what else? And then, as you've mentioned, all like his off the field stuff, I was like, man, yeah, this guy's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how he had the time to become a doctor while playing football, but i good for him. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I think yeah, you'll love this.
2: Him. He was also a feature reporter for CBC during the Stop 2018 it. Winter Olympics.
0: Stop it, bro. Was it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was a reporter. He won a Super Bowl and he's a doctor. What the hell? That's funny. And like, Alfonso Davies is like the biggest thing. In Canada, yeah, right now. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he is pretty wicked.
0: Big. I think he won five trophies this year or something like that. It's uh, it's crazy, guys. Absolutely, Munich? uh, Bayern Munich,
1: Bayern, and that's in, Bayern
0: the, M- in the Bundesliga or yeah. Bayern Munchen, if you want to pronounce it with the that way. German,
1: well, I, I always say. love looking at the Lou Marsh because half the time I've never heard of the, I've heard of the guys. Like, uh, recently
0: it's been pretty uh, decent.
1: It peaked in 2015, though.
0: 2015, I'm assuming Carey Price won because he yeah, won the heart and the, <laughs> heart and the um, Vezna. The
1: Hart, the Lindsay, the Vesna, the Jennings. The only goalie yeah. to ever do so in yeah. a single season.
0: Well, can't argue with that.
1: 9.33, save percentage, 1.98 mm-hmm. goals against average, 44 wins. With More than Jose like you... Theodore.
2: Yeah. When he won the Heart and the Vesna. Get Yeah
1: everyone said he was throwing games cuz his dad was bad that was a whole thing. Oh, um, good, good, good. Do you know the last three hockey players to win the Lou Marsh?
0: Uh, I'm assuming Crosby at some point. If he didn't win it in 2010 at the Travesty. Um not McDave, maybe uh Carey Price. Scott Niedermeyer.
1: The last three winners of the Lumar were hockey players were Price, yeah. Crosby, and Crosby. <laughs> one oh, twice. my God. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Lemieux got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Gretzky had one. I think Maurice Richard had one, too. Uh, um,
0: well, I think-, I think there's a reason. I, I think the reason behind that is not because it's a team sport, but because clearly Edmonton is the prime example of this. One player can can dictate so much of a game, right? like with the I mean with the exception of Seth Jones, no one's playing sixty minutes, but in basketball, LeBron James can play the entire game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it not be an issue mm-hmm. right so
1: and I'll, let me just double check the exact year that um that Crosby did it because if it was twenty ten then there's obviously the the whole idea of, I don't know if you guys know what happened in 2010, but I don't know something was, in something 2010. Happened. It was Joey Voto from baseball.
0: Oh, so maybe he won it. What it's so hot. It in, uh,
1: 2011 and oh nine.
0: Oh, he didn't even win it into the, maybe that he won in 2011 or something. Yeah.
1: Remember 07 and, and 09 and for a second, please. Sydney. Oh
0: seven and 09. Daniel, what happened in those glorious years during my childhood?
1: 0,
2: 07, 0, 09, 0, mm-hmm. 7, 0, 9. So Daniel. In- no, nothing. Which one? I mean, 0, 07, you know. Did anything happen? The Ducks, you had a
1: hundred and
0: seven.
2: Okay, there
0: we go. There's, there's, there's your answer.
1: And in 0, 09, that's when he won his first cup, was it not?
0: Yeah,
2: because 08, they went to the finals, lost yes. to Detroit. Lost Marion hosted to Detroit and then beat Marion Hosa the next year in 2009.
1: In oh eight oh nine, 09, he had 103 points in 77 games played. And in the playoffs, he had 31 points in 24 games played. And then <sighs> if, we, if we, I know Christine St. Clair's won one. Price won it because, like, when was the last time a Vesna winner went had a nine thirty, And he won, he beat the Canadians with like single season win record. I mean, like, I do I I I don't know if you guys remember that year as funny as I do. But like 2015. He, was, he no, got in people's mind that year. It was incredible to watch. It was and Patrick Wyesc. Yeah, and it was he was coming off the 2014 Olympics. There was the momentum. Yeah. yeah. He was in 2014. He takes the Canadians to the conference finals, comes back for that the season afterwards, and just owns everyone. It was oh they wasted Oh, they wasted it. They wasted that was
2: sad. I was really going for them against the Rangers in 2014. Same. Yeah, like that. That was a series that I thought they could have, they could have taken. Stupid Chris Kreider. The
1: and then the best French prospect in years goes to the Rangers all these years later. Because... No, no. Just, we
2: have to change the name of our uh, group chat on Instagram.
1: Oh, because... Oh, yeah. It's Send the Frenchman Home. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's Daniel. It's Star Wars memes for Daniel. It's not Send the Frenchman Home anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. you still gonna change it. No. I, I can just see. It. I can just tell I'm what
2: I want else. Okay. Okay. Um, it has to be a natural on. process of change.
1: Mm-hmm. Um right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh the NHL. They're losing money. And um what? This year I'm gonna read you a headline here. NHL no. team values twenty twenty. Hockey's first decline in two decades. Wow. Which is impressive That's when you hear surprise. it, by the yeah. way. Twenty-two decades, and then you realize, wait, <laughs> hey, but how much has it actually improved? And you realize, oh wait, guys are not even making as much as Yager was back in the nineties. <laughs> uh, Forbes have released their nice little thingy, uh, thingy. Oh, that was that was articulate, Adam. Their, uh, <laughs> their list. <laughs> their, their list of uh, evaluate, you know, money, you know that. You know what I mean? Um, really looking at you know the financial information around every NHL team. Uh, surprise, surprise, as they are every year, the New York Rangers are the most valuable team in hockey. They are worth $1.65 billion, which is depressingly low for the most valuable team yeah. in the league. Um, and a lot of people will, will all of a sudden say, yeah, it's because they play in New York in the garden. Yeah, sure. good point. Okay. Yeah, Congrats. we know that.
0: Well, if they actually, if they played in New Jersey, well, they don't play in New Jersey. Shut up.
1: Like, it's New
0: York. So, <laughs> so like, sorry. most
1: famous city in the world. Like, what did you expect?
0: The Avengers have a building in New York, okay? Everything is- happens in New York. I have know. you ever watched a superhero movie? <laughs> Everything happens in New York. That's it. That's- hey, is Gotham new City in New York? I was
1: Pretty thinking much a Gotham
0: joke, but. Pretty mm. much, man. Everything's New York. So. Yeah.
1: It's like Spider Man. I actually was
2: looking at Spider Man today. I'm like, should I buy it? Oh,
0: I, I heard it was a really good game.
1: Yeah. Oh, my, Miles Morales?
2: No, like, well, the I was I, I I did that eventually, but I was gonna get the Game of the Year edition of the regular Spider Man because I never played it. And it's like, oh no, it's, it's so much cheap.
0: fun! I played it once. It was very fun.
1: Um, number two on the list is the Toronto Maple Leafs. One point five billion dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Um. That makes sense. Mm. They are the Leafs, obviously. Like MLSC is pretty awesome. Um, I guess so. There's a reason they are able to give Tavares to and Mario and everyone you know fifty million dollar signing bonuses <laughs> every year. Makes a lot of sense. I just um,
0: imagine the bank account just draining on da- on July 1st.
1: And then retro jerseys come in. It's like you guys get it. your
0: jersey yet? No.
1: No, I'm not paying um, uh, two hundred dollars. But- Screw
0: that. I'm not buying that, whatever that jersey is.
1: Um, number three, obviously, the Montreal Canadiens at 1.34 billion dollars. Also, hello, hello, Carrie, price July 1st. Yeah. $13 million. <laughs> <laughs> you know how
0: <laughs> the, the headline was it hasn't it's a first decline in 20 years. You know what also hasn't changed in 20 years? The <laughs> top three teams. Okay. Not-
1: we the, Now, let's be honest. The past 15 years has given us the number four team. Chicago are looking great, even though they're an original six team. Um, $1.085 billion. Um, there are only five teams that are worth more than the billion dollars in our league. Uh, the Boston Bruins are one of them. They're at number five, uh, $1 billion solid. Number six, the Kings at $825 million. But their one-year value change... Mm -hmm. Don't know what that means is minus three percent, so that's not good.
0: Well, it went down three percent from last year.
1: That's what that that means. Um, The Flyers are number seven.
0: That surprised me.
1: Are number eight. Good. Who's number eight?
2: Sorry, Detroit. I
1: didn't think
2: Philly was was that high. I thought like I would have said like for all the endorsements or the growth like Pittsburgh's had, I would always I'd assume they'd be like top five or top six.
1: They're eleventh,
2: which is surprising to me. Well, you know, looking. Back on when they almost got relocated, that's not bad.
1: Yeah, Lemieux tried to sell them
0: to where Hamilton, just like every other (laughs) owner,
1: um, Calgary are all the way down in 20th. This is what this is, this hurts. This really hurts to look at. 21 and 22 are Tampa and Colorado, they're not even worth half a million dollars. Oh, yeah, half a billion. Sorry, my god.
0: Okay, guys, let's pool our money. We're buying Tampa Bay. We
1: don't need back houses. Let's <laughs> just buy Colorado.
0: I actually was
2: reading this uh, reading this recently um, about the ownership about the Colorado Avalanche. It's tied to the Denver Nuggets. Really? Yeah, where uh, there's like a thing where the family that owns this, like it's a corporation. It's a family that owns both of them is like there's like a promise that. You have to own both of them and you can't you have to have like a lease on them to keep them in Denver where you promise you won't relocate them even if like the owner dies or something.
1: That's greasy. So Colorado are never going back to get back, eh? Yeah. That's because they're
2: tied to the Nuggets where like the Nuggets are, even though like they really haven't had as I mean they went to the conference finals, but like they're not like a featured big market team. Like they they're still pretty consistent. So Colorado's gonna stay there.
1: Do you know why they're called the Denver Nuggets?
2: The gold rush,
0: gold rush, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Sponsored <laughs> <We> <laughs> <at McDonald's. laughs> um, by McDonald's. thank you, Bill. Uh, Will Baldwin for that. When we look at Operation
1: yeah. Income, um, what's really funny here is um Tampa and Colorado lost money.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily funny though, but I, 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 I <laughs> see the humor too, though. It's yeah, it's just like the <laughs> irony. It's like, what <laughs> it
1: lost $8 million dollars last year. Um, oh, here's what's really bad. Um, Arizona are worth less than $300 million, and they lost $17 million. Not like the Panthers lost $29 million. Do you
0: know who lost it? the most amount of money?
1: Uh, was it the New York Islanders? The New
0: York Islanders. They wow. lost
1: $38 million. Vegas, oh, no, they gained $14 million. That's good. I think the Islanders are last by, a, like, a mile. No, they're worth $520 million somehow. But they're minus thirty-eight. I think like, St. Louis lost eight point two. Colorado ten million. Like they are far and above. Carolina lost fifty million dollars. Oh I was Sebastian you know, signing them. That's this
2: crazy. People. The Islanders one surprises me because maybe I'm comparing it to other leagues. Like the New York Mets don't you know they're not they're not the Yankees, but like you they don't know they
1: have an arena. Dan.
0: That's what the issue. Is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's the, I don't know. That's like, the big factor.
1: They don't have good ice. They're
0: playing in two arenas
1: instead of having a section of fans. They have a car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but after reading after going through that list, it just assured my beliefs of this is going to be a long road of painful, painful experiences for the league. Yeah. This that pandemic.
2: Pan- like, I'm still kind of like, man, the way the Panthers spent the last few years and like the amount of revenue they've been bleeding
0: out.
1: Man, I can organize this. Guess what team had the, the most operation income last year? Guess who made the most money? Oh, Montreal.
0: Yeah, I, I Yeah, I, I, Montreal,
1: Montreal. Montreal and Rangers. Yeah, we made yeah. less than $100 million. Um, the Leafs are so, third. And it's those same top, like, seven teams there with the ones who made money. So
0: the teams at the bottom of the list, the, the, the top three, are just handing checks out left, right, and center. You know what? We have to
2: see it as the Florida Panthers are minus three Sergey Bobrovskis.
0: That is a great way of putting it. I really enjoyed that. Oh my god! That's hilarious! <laughs> I actually, that was the best. That was the best comparison.
1: <laughs> right. Um,
0: three uh, Sergey Bobrovskis.
1: Uh, four we're good all right um, okay that's everything then
0: is um, that everything
1: yeah if you're looking forward to what next episode might be not the twitch stream but our next actual episode we're going to talk about just because we're going a little late here and it's nearly midnight um we're going to talk about steve dangle because he has to make a montreal canadians praising video because people <laughs> don't need money to sick kids which is wicked what a great call. What a great person. Great guy. Um, Elliot Freeman had an article about apparently the NHL looking at getting ads on players' helmets. A damn travesty. Damn, damn travesty. I was really hoping. What I love about F1 is seeing Sebastian Vettel with his amazing, sexy helmets every week. And, oh, God. Um, we're also going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm not going to explain why. But Hayden Christensen. That's, That's awesome. it. You've seen Twitter. Mm. You, know what it, you know what it means. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, are you going to end Disney the episode?
1: Disney, Disney, oh yeah, Disney will throw out Don't a subpar film and it's worth five times as much. There as we eight. go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they yeah. could buy like the five bottom teams if they wanted to right now,
1: fellas, fellas. Like <laughs> more
0: than more than the yeah bunch. So,
2: they could buy the five teams and convert them into movie studios.
1: What makes more, a movie based on the Arizona Coyotes past 12 months or the Arizona Coyotes, like, operation? Yeah, the, uh,
0: the, like, the movie. It's
1: hilarious. Ooh, shout out to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, sorry, Kamala Harris. 2020's person of the year, even though it's person and there's two of them.
0: Um, Disney can purchase every single team. In the entire NHL, and they'd still have, I think over a hundred. Oh, over, I think they'd have over two hundred billion dollars. In like they're 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 worth two hundred eighty billion dollars.
1: Yeah, if if you make a third Ant Man movie, that covers the cost to buy the NHL. <laughs> like that's the level that we're at in the sport, and it is. It's, uh, we're not even worth a B plus event. We're nothing.
0: We're like. Uh, uh, fly more on the money wall. Goes
1: into the new lo- Pro- more money probably went into the trailers that Marvel dropped today. Than goes
0: into- <laughs> Honestly, probably.
1: <laughs>
2: um, that's just sad. I don't know. That's it is. It oh is. my gosh.
1: Hopefully this league exists by the time we graduate. We mm-hmm. fe- have only another year, Alex, and for Daniel, a few more months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right.
0: All right. Did you can end the episode? episode. Yeah, there we go.
1: If you enjoyed this episode of the show, because of course you did, I was like, stand up stretch. Um, be sure and leave us a five-star rating or, or, you know, that sort of stuff wherever you're listening to the show. We can leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, a review as well. Follow us on Spotify. Just anywhere you listen to a podcast, that's where we're going to be. Thank you to Voice Ed, as always, for being a fantastic platform for the show. We love you so much. Check out all of... Daniel's articles, including his one about the World Juniors. Check out Alex's blog. Uh, check out my YouTube channel for all your Habs needs. We're working on a on the lines video. I just have to wait till after Daniel does his Habs video because he's in my territory now. Faster.
2: I know. You got to do Leafs appreciation one though. No. You don't have to.
1: No, it's not how this works. <laughs> um, listen, I already have hard like one hardcore Habs fan in the comments and everything. And if I did that, he'd probably crucify me in the comments. Huh. can't have that um what else oh check out the youtube channel for the show keep yep. your details up follow the show on instagram and twitter facebook um we'll keep you updated about and on
2: it. twitch dude
1: get into that oh sorry
2: sorry i got excited
1: throw my hat across
2: if you want to see the hat being thrown please check out the youtube channel
1: um check i was going to say is keep your eye on the socials to hear updates about the twitch stream And also, if you subscribe on YouTube after the Twitch stuff is done and edited, it's going to be on there. Maybe you don't want to see the devil in the details. Maybe you do. As the one guy from the Food Wars anime, Saburo, would say when he's taking, you guys don't get this reference, when he's facing off against Takumi Aldini in the Food War, the devil is in the details, guys. And what happened? Because Takumi wasn't on about the details. He lost his Mezzaluna people. Come on.
2: Wait, is this Takumi from Initial D?
1: No. Okay. This is an Italian chef named Takumi Aldini.
2: Okay, it's like Takumi and like his A86. What? The, uh, his car uses initial D for no. drifting. Oh,
1: no, Takumi okay. is his first name. Aldini is his family name. Oh do, you guys, do you guys know what a mezzaluna is? A what? A mezzaluna.
0: It sounds very familiar. It sounds like a car.
1: a knife. Why do you
0: like this? Yes, yeah, you... Like a car. Oh, That's it looks like you're steering, steering wheel. a wheel. Just yeah, like
1: a, I think it means like half moon.
0: Oh, okay. A half yeah, moon. it does. It a half does. moon knife? Half moon. No, half moon. It's
1: in the shape of like a half moon, right? Blade. Okay. I
0: think we should probably end the episode. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs>